The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, brother from another mother, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What is cracking, Playboy? I feel... You feel... You feel what? I feel a little bit better now. Like Everybody in my family was sick this last week and a half. Dude, I get it. I Um, totally get it. It was was bad. My, um, like... It's been ridiculous over here, too. Um, illness going all over the place. And now, just last night, my wife got sick again. I'm just like, holy shit. Like, it's just crazy. It's just never ending. You know what I'm saying? And guess what? What? Uh, the guys that are going to be on this show don't even know this either. This is officially oh, our dude, yeah. 300th episode yeah. of the Ectoplasm 300 show. episodes. I, I was talking to the wife earlier about this, and I'm like, fuck, I don't know whether to like laugh or cry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 300 episodes? It seems like a lot. Uh, but yeah, here we are, man. 300 deep in this SOB. So yeah. Yeah, so uh, Leo and Jason that are joining us tonight, um, hopefully they'll live up. No pressure. No pressure. 300th episode. It is fine. It'll be fine. So how's it going, guys? Are you there? We're here. Yeah, it's going great. Can't complain. Hey, congratulations on the 300th episode. We got a a few of our own to catch up to you guys, but congratulations. Thank you. Awesome. Well, why don't you guys let our listeners know who you are, the different teams you represent, and what you're doing, and then we'll get into what we're doing later this month together. Perfect. Well, my name is Leo Fernandez. I am the executive director of Everyday Legacy Paranormal, based out of Wichita, Kansas here. Um, to my left, I got Jason Roberts, uh, owner of Road Trip Paranormal, and a member of Everyday Legacy Paranormal. That's where I got started. And we also, in, in conjunction with Bigfoot in Kansas, yep. who's headed by our buddy who's not here with us this evening, uh, Brendan Brannon, and then also... The three factions of us, Everyday Legacy Paranormal, Road Trip Paranormal, and Bigfoot in Kansas, we do a weekly live podcast uh, found on Facebook and also YouTube called the Cryptic Heartland Podcast. That's freaking awesome, guys. Like, you guys are kind of like the jack of all trades here, then. You're, like, you're representing a lot within the paranormal community. Definitely. We try to do our best, man. We try to cover everything, kind of like your guys' show. We talk about everything. We try to research and investigate everything we we dabble in the, you know the ufo side to conspiracy theory you name it we'll talk about it and we'll discuss it and we'll debate that's good stuff man that's good stuff now what is like i mean out of all the hats that you guys wear then like what would you say you know would be your favorite like little uh aspect of the paranormal field itself then uh Really, I enjoy the private investigations, uh, actually going out and helping people, Yeah, uh, meeting them, trying to uh, solve their problems um, if we can, if not, point them in the right direction if we can. Um, on the other flip side of that, I, I enjoy bringing the crowd into it, too, because there's so many people that are into this and interested and have no idea what is all entailed with it, so... That's yeah, for me, I, I think I like the historical aspect of it. I mean, just kind of the fact that we get to go to some locations, some places, just, you know, maybe not known to the common person unless you work there or, you know, we get to do what we do personally. Um, we get to see some old locations, old artifacts, just some history. And the fact that we're talking to somebody possibly from yesteryear, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, you know, Koopsik and I have had, like, many conversations pretty much in that same vein. Like, I'm... Uh, you know, history major and all that fun stuff. Um, so yeah, I really like the historical aspect of things as well. Um, and you know, we talk a lot about the fact that you know we're we're given access to a lot of places that uh, the general public doesn't typically get to see. Um, 
and you're really you're really able to to climb around in the attic of a hundred year old old folks home or or whatever whatnot any you know even like newer places we get access that the public just doesn't go into that's just it man it's like you're, you're able to to experience history you're touching it you're feeling it you're smelling it you know what i'm saying it's fucking amazing i love that stuff oh without a doubt man the thing that always baffles me too is when we go to these locations and you know the owners are just like you know do you want to stick around or you want to just you know, whatever they want. Sometimes they just turn the keys over, you know, willy nilly without even thinking about it. I'm like, we just met you, but yeah, you're giving the right, you know, full, you know, scope of your place to do whatever we want. You don't know us. We could be bad people, but we're not. Thank right. goodness. <laughs> they like our yeah. <laughs> we put on a good show, you know, in person. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> well, let's, let's, uh, let's not take too long to get into the event. We can talk more about the nuts and bolts of what you guys do and, and and whatnot and and where you've been and stuff like that near the uh after we talk about the event that's coming up next uh, next week it's the next week and I, i'm coming out and we're finally going to get to meet i know i've seen you guys' name around for a long time I, i've reached out i think a few times over the year with different things just yeah. maybe advertisement emails for my paracon and and whatnot and finally get to meet you and alongside uh a good friend of mine who also happens to be a good friend of you guys, Brandon Callahan. Yeah. So what is this event that's coming up next week? Well, it's kind of an expansion of what we've been doing at the Midland railroad hotel there in Wilson, Kansas. It's a, a hotel that started in eight in the late 1890s. Um, it's been flourishing ever since it had a, the movie paper moon film partially there. Um, it's had some death in there. Um, so that's what kind of intrigued us. So over the last five years, we've been doing uh, public events where we have to sell out the whole hotel in order to do it, uh, which hasn't been a problem because the crowd just absolutely loves coming there. It's such a, I don't know, it's a whole, you'll see when you get there, it's a totally different feel. I've it's been like, there. I've investigated yeah, yeah. there. It's been eight uh seven years now it's been seven years since i've been there i'm sure it hasn't changed a whole lot i mean it's still the same place and um i remember there was a lot of activity up on the top floor yeah um yeah i got to spend a whole night in there we had the whole top floor to ourselves and the rest of the common areas and i'm super excited to go back yeah yeah just based on experiences we did there like in past you know public investigations and private um the owner wanted us to get with them, and uh, so we, the next week's event is going to be the first, it was the inaugural, should I say, Metapara uh, festival we're putting on there, and uh, bringing all sorts of you know different vendors in, speakers, including yourselves, uh, to you know come out and you know hang out with us for a weekend starting Friday night, April 26th through the 28th, and uh, everything you know we'll have events all day, and then basically at Saturday night. We'll, well, you know, culminated with an investigation, kind of like what you guys do with the KC Paragon. Yeah, so tell us about who's going to be there, what people can expect that are attending the events, and uh, all the different details that go into this. Well, we've got um, Dennis and Rich. They're coming. They're partners. They're uh, part of uh, Ghost Light. They're part of Ghost Light, you know, make the different IR lights, and they're also part of Colorado Paratech. Okay, yeah, I am familiar with them as well. So they're coming. Then we have uh, Dennis, uh, not Dennis, but Darren Detto. Uh, he used, a, used to be a KSN news journalist, but that's where he retired from. He's been all over the country doing journalism and uh, lead anchor. Uh, but back in the 90s, he started as a um, paranormal investigator with his uh, TV crew. And he kicks himself to this day that he never continued it. So that is freaking awesome. After all that, ended, <laughs> after that ended, I mean, he was one of the first. He was the first to ever investigate Myrtle's plantation. Wow! And wow. he's got footage from that and all that. So he is now starting up his uh, unexplained cases again out in Arizona, and he's coming this way. And he's going to be filming for that uh, in Wilson well uh, that weekend. And then we also got, of course, Brandon Callahan, you mentioned earlier, based out of Kansas City, uh, our mutual friend. Uh, he's going to come out and do some talk, do a guest speaking talk, talking adventure. And uh, 
kind of just tell some stories because uh, we worked closely with him over the years. Uh, he was also his faction he had out of Kansas City was also part of Every Day at one point. Yes. Um, so we that's how we kind of how his, how he met our team founder uh, Jeremiah Norwood. They hooked up years ago and uh, decided you know to hang out and then decided to make a take a road trip down to Oklahoma and Louisiana in that area and that's kind of how Road Trip Paranormal was found roundabout way. So he's going to be there, you know, doing his speaking also, too. What else yep. we got? Uh, we got Dan Spookstalker from Missouri. He's an author and a private investigator, private investigator, and <laughs> paranormal <laughs> investigator. Um, he does a lot of uh, live videos um, on all of his uh, adventures, but he, it's really his, uh, his storytelling that is uh, pretty phenomenal. So he's going to be, he's excited to tell some stories and go over some stuff there, too. Who else we got? Uh, then we have Rudy. Um, uh, Not the movie. Wow, the the Rudy. <laughs> the Rudy. <laughs> so get your chanting voices ready because we're That's gonna right. start, you know, together. <laughs> he, this guy is a friend of the owner of the hotel. Um, I don't know much about him. It's it's kind of a, a guest speaker on her terms. He he's doing a lot of he does a lot of metaphysical stuff, but it's mostly about the earth. And like trees and plants, and he records like sounds to the earth, and tries to see if there's communication with it. And he's going to be out there doing an earth wheel. Wow, that sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. So interested. Yeah, definitely. And then we also have our team founder uh, Jeremiah Norwood. He has. You think we do a lot of stuff? You got to meet this guy. He's a jack of all trades. He has multiple different metaphysical shops and different things. He goes all over the country to promote these, and. Um, He's gonna be doing a talk at the very beginning of the the whole event, and then he has he'll set up a vendor shop outside also too, and then we'll also do some other speaking engagements. Oh, he's gonna be indoors. doing some readings out there too. Yeah, he does what they oh, call cool. readings. If you're familiar with that? Wow. So that's just a few of them. I think there's a couple more probably forgetting. Not by, uh, not on purpose. Yeah, but. Brendan Brandon of oh, yeah. uh, Bigfoot in Kansas. He's gonna be out there kind of doing a small talk, more like a workshop, just kind of answering questions for people that have any questions about Sasquatch and what him and I have been doing over the last few years here in this, uh, in Kansas and what we've witnessed and, and evidence that we've collected over time. So that's freaking fascinating stuff. Definitely. And then of course yourself, don't forget you, you'll be there too, right, Jason? Yes, I will be there. <laughs> um, it's, I, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great weekend. I, I, I love doing these kind of events and I love just all that goes into them, um, meeting people such as yourself and everybody else that'll be there. Definitely. Can't wait. Look forward to it. Wow. What, what, um, tell us about the investigations that are going on alongside the event as well. Oh, well, we're going to investigate the entire hotel. Um, and then we're also going to be around the corner of that is a uh, soda shop. Um, that it, it has it upstairs. It has multiple old apartments, old like in shag carpet and still like some really rugged furniture. Has a um, the old remains of a Masonic lodge to it and a dentist office as well uh, that still has bottles from the 40s and 50s that are in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also the basement under that is more like a cellar. Cold, cold shoots and everything down there where Leo's had some pretty awesome activity down there. I always seem to miss it, but he always gets it. So, <laughs> Yeah, definitely. So it's very exciting in the basement. It's one of my favorite parts of the whole place because you never know what's going to happen, and it's definitely got some poltergeist activity down there. Wow. That's yep. good stuff. Not to... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was just saying that's good stuff. Yeah, and then we're, we'll also uh, rotate out to the cemetery that's out there. Sweet. So, so it's all in one night, so it's going to be fun. Uh, some of the guest speakers, including yourself, Jason, if you want to, uh, Friday night, I'm going to get all the guest speakers who are there and willing to go and go take you around to maybe do some investigating Friday night as well in those spots with, before the crowd or the guests actually join in. Absolutely. I'd love to do that. Um uh, I'll either be doing that or probably having a drink with, with Brandon. <laughs> um, or have both. We'll be doing both. Yeah, there it that, is. Both fine. <laughs> I'll join you for that, too. Oh, my gosh. Um, so where can people find more information about this if they 
because this this episode will come out tomorrow, so it, it, people have time to look it up and find out information about how to get out there. Where can they where can they go to to find everything that they need to? Uh, on Facebook, it's on both of our pages: Everyday Legacy Paranormal and then Road Trip Paranormal. Um, the Cryptic Heartland, we share it on there, um, or they can go to the RoadTripParanormal.com. Um, that's where they can buy their tickets. It's on sale right now for eighty dollars a person. So uh, any one of those, we keep uh, sharing it on social media all the time. So we're trying to get it out there as much as we can here at the at the final stretch of it. That's good stuff, though. That'll be fun. Absolutely. Um, why don't we take a quick break, put in a couple plugs here, and we'll come right back and we'll talk about <laughs> some of your personal experiences looking for all the fun stuff that we look for. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile. Add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. MidiSpace is the home of anything you want from films, music, and original shows ranging from all different topics of true crime, the paranormal, conspiracy, and so much more. You have to see it to believe it. Created by Elizabeth Saint and Nick Groff, VidiSpace is truly the future of entertainment. Join now for 15 days free and only $9.99 per month after that. Go to vidi.space. It's another cool. world. Everyone another come reality. to our world. I don't know if you want to come into our world, but it's pretty crazy. All right, peeps. Welcome back. Ectoplasm show round two. Here we go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, gents, we were talking about kind of like the different uh, the different hats that you guys wear uh, within the paranormal community and all that. We talked about like your favorite type of things and all that. But it, it fascinates me that you're also going out and looking for, you know, cryptids. As well, like uh, specifically Bigfoot and things of that nature. How close can you say that you've come to actually like, like how close have you got to like what you would consider to be a Sasquatch? Uh, I would say uh, what Brendan, close. What, Bren, yeah. what Brendan Brandon said, and he was in the RV with uh, Leo and his sister, and he said it was about twenty feet away. Screw that! <laughs> and it was actually squatting down watching them that is amazing what makes it more intriguing is the fact that we saw this and we ran out after it and it kind of just up and like twisted and disappeared up into the forest is that you can see where it was actually standing on the wet grass and then the grass started to rise up so there's definitely something wow that is freaking nuts now when you guys are out in the field itself then like i mean are you like what kind of equipment do you have with you (laughs) <laughs> um, video camera to audio recorder, and um, Brendan has um, like an amplifier to help get the some. Um, if he can, if there's, if we're starting to hear the screaming or the the knocks or something like that, you know, he's trying to amplify it so we can hear it better on the recorders or his headphones and stuff. But wow. um, you know, we're we're lugging around all the plaster too to like yeah, try and cast casting. stuff, which we have done. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, and every now and then we use a thermal image yeah. camera. I was going to ask, yeah, that was my next question. If you guys uh, bring along, like, thermal imaging or anything like that, too, yeah. Absolutely. What we're going to be trying here soon is uh, we just got uh, two more of them, is uh, the SLS camera. going to start taking that out to see if we can actually map something out in the woods. Oh, smart. It. Yeah. Dude, I never even thought about that. No, that's a great fucking idea. How would you power that? Would Would you 
like bring a battery pack? I have I've never considered bringing one outdoors. Yeah, we'd have to because they well, don't last too long. Right, and I was gonna uh, say like you can run it to a laptop, but yeah, there again, you're gonna need an external power source too, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Right now we power them just with the big battery packs, just yeah. to get them going. Because yeah, yeah, like trying to find a you know an outlet somewhere in the middle of the forest is pretty <laughs> much impossible. <laughs> You guys should start running running lines out there. <laughs> just, <laughs> well, just, we did Tahlequah a little bit. Yeah, we did run camera lines out there See? one night, and uh, something mysterious happened out there with that. Yeah, so. a couple of cameras got shook around, and uh, one of our cords got snipped. What? So, yeah. yeah. Like cut? Yeah, cut by, and the thing is, where the cord was running and where it was cut, it, was, it ran from behind the camera up into view so where it was happening nothing oh. was on camera doing this and and you heard no sound of anything walking by you heard us loud and clear walking sure yeah but nothing made any sound and then it it died yeah and you can see on video where the thing is being so, somewhat cut you can't see the, the cable itself but you can see there is some long uh what they call dog ear or cattail yeah. weeds yeah. yeah and you can see it shaking violently where this thing is going to town on it but there's nothing in, in Made on, no on sound. Screen. Made no sound. We had digital recorders yeah. running nearby. You could hear nothing. So you know, it just it, it makes you wonder. It's like, I don't know. I was watching this documentary, and that's another question I have for you guys as well. Is like, you know, your views on some of these documentaries that are out there now, especially the ones that, uh, like, the one I saw on Netflix. I forget even what the fuck it was called. Um, <laughs> but there's some pretty crazy footage, you know, that this guy was presenting in this documentary film. One was like. Uh, uh, I mean, plain as day, you see uh, uh, like a hand come into the shot and grab like an apple off of this uh, these logs, you know, that uh, he was setting up fruit and things like that throughout the night. Um, others, it's like uh, they have watchers is what he was claiming in this documentary, like a like a scout um, um, and he'd kind of report back or what have you um, if there was any danger or, or trouble uh, or whatever. Um uh, kind of suggesting also that they were colonized, you know, but yeah. um, which is another interesting theory in and of itself. But, you know, as far as like the documentaries and things of that nature and some of the evidence that you guys have seen, does that shit stack up to what you have personally experienced while you've been out there in the field yourselves? Uh, kind of. Yeah. I mean, I've never, you know, we haven't been able to capture it on camera. Right. Which is- was real shitty, and I, I hate it. But you know, from personal experiences, I mean, you you had something walk right up to you on it while you were in your tent. You had it like actually pushing down or hitting your yeah. tent. You could feel the. You could see this big black shadow on the outside of the tent, shaking, shaking my tent, pushing, just walking around our campsite. I oh my okay. I would have freshly beshitted pants. Trust me. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, you know. It's weird though, you know, in the moment, you know, I think, I think I was just in amazement what yeah. was happening. I'm, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, so it was 21 degree weather. Jeremiah was out by the fire sleeping so he could keep the fire going. And then the rest of us are in tents and wow. the thing walks into camp. He could hear the heavy footfall, he said, but he wouldn't dare, open, you know, look around to see what in the hell it was. Yeah. And then it went from tent to tent, messing with everybody. Holy and the shit. Thing, the thing is, you talked about the documentary. We do have a lot of those experiences with what you would consider a typical Sasquatch or a Bigfoot encounter where we heard the wood knocks, the rock throwing, yes. the growling, and with some of the odors. But then we also saw fresh footprints. I mean, yeah. big, you know, gigantic footprints. In the, in the mud, they were twisted, so you can tell where they're shifting around, turning around, Wow. Heading off in the mud and stuff like that. Yeah, so we, it was crazy. We've seen a footprint with uh, one of the the pinky toes, or whatever. It was broken, kind of angled. So I mean, if somebody's out there in the woods and walking around, they're obviously walking with a limp because yeah. uh, this thing is injured. But uh, we never found actually. We never saw, you know, with our eyes the actual, yeah. you know, Damn. specimen itself or figure itself. But uh, we did see a lot of actual many little structures out there, tree bins and many structures, just kind of like shelters out there that didn't fit any rhyme or reason. Yeah. And uh, it's like, what else could be living out in these woods making all this stuff? There's at least eight of them. 
that were out there, these little structures, with the, not far from the property of the house that we were investigating along with uh, Callahan. Mm-hmm. See, that's damn impressive. Now, you know, and I don't know um, as far as like your approach to the investigation portion of everything itself, but have you considered maybe, um, I don't know, like for lack of a better term or whatever, like setting traps, right? Um, like with some of your camera gear, some of your audio gear. Now, I realize that probably half of it would probably get ruined <laughs> in this process. Um, but has, you know, have you ever entertained doing something like that? We actually have on the same location with the wire cutting incident. Um, yeah. We had out in the middle of this forest trail, we put up glow sticks. Because that's one oh, of the yeah. theories that they're attracted to some weird things that are not they're not used to. So sure. these we put them in, we we hung them in trees, kind of high up off the ground, and we had a camera, you know, facing the trail that where this this these glow sticks were located. And this is the this is one of the cameras that was getting kind of moved around a little bit, drug a little bit, but the wires didn't get cut on that one. It was one further down the property a little bit away, facing that direction that you still could never see what was manipulating these cameras, what was cutting the camera. Um, it's, it's just an odd occurrence because you would, we looked for, you know, animal markings, anything we could think of possibly that would do such a thing. And um, on, the, on the wires themselves, it was a clean slice. Damn. It wasn't anything not on, you know, frayed. Right. And where we were up, we were up in the Ozark Mountains. They oh, started wow. those our mountains, so it's not as if you know there's only one path in to get in there. Sure, Josh, you had a I an did since recently in the, the Ozark Mountains. This was just um, last that you told me about when it happened <clears throat> that you believe you had a Bigfoot encounter. Guys, let me okay, let me just set this uh, set this up for you, gents, real quick. Okay, so I'm in Arkansas with my buddy Dave Glidden. We're, we're filming a documentary on spook lights, the spook light phenomenon and things of that nature, right? And, you know, we also are getting now claims from this property owner about uh, Bigfoot sightings and things of that nature. I'm like, what? Like, I laughed in this guy's face. You know, people ask me all the time, like, what do you think of Bigfoot? I'm like, I've never met the guy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Um, and I, I would kind of take it with a grain of salt. So... Dave and I split up in the woods. This is like midnight or something, something like else that. Something else happened that night, too. What the, fuck? the same night? What are you talking about? The same night as the alien encounter. Yeah, same fucking night. We're, we're not talking about that because it was fake as shit. But anyway, so, like, so we, no, my buddy Dave scared the shit out of me wearing an uh, alien costume. Real fucking cute. But anyway, so, so Dave, and I, Dave and I split up, and I'm hearing things. Um, I'm in what they call the nursery, which is, uh, an area of this forest or whatever that they claim like adolescent Bigfoot are, are trained on how to be, I, I don't know, more squatchy. I don't know, but, <laughs> but regardless, like it's, it's very odd because you walk back into this nursery and it is quite literally like you're walking into a teenager's room. Okay. It's fucking messy. You know, wow. there's, there's uh in the rest of the forest is better like it's it's fine you know here you have logs just thrown right in the middle of fucking everywhere you got big giant stones just all over the place like the place is wrecked you know what i'm saying the trees are knocked over and everything it's fucked up but i'm back there walking around in the middle of the night by my damn self and i'm hearing things beside me and i'm like okay the property owner told me you'll usually get two warnings you know, and I was like, well, what happens on the third? He goes, I've never stuck around long enough to find out. <laughs> so nice. the first one, I hear a rock or something large, like smack into the woods beside me. And I'm talking 15 feet away or so. So I, that was enough for me to be like, okay, maybe I should continue onward. Maybe I should turn around, whatever. And then there was a giant stone and I mean, this isn't a rock. It's definitely um, about the size of my head, probably. Lands directly at my feet, directly behind me, I should say, right on my heels. So whatever this thing was that was throwing this rock was missing on purpose. 
<laughs> I, I got the distinct feeling like if it wanted to clock me and knock me out cold, it could easily probably just do it. Um, so I took that as another warning, uh, and I started to make my way then out of the forest. Scared the shit out of me. It really did. No, that was last September. It was September 20th because that was my mom's birthday. I remember that because on film I said, coincidentally, this is the day you're going to lose your your uh, oldest son. <laughs> so, but, yeah. For two warnings, only not the third one, huh? Uh, no, I didn't want to stick around. I didn't want to stick See, around. The third warning. I got to find out myself now. See, there you go. I will uh, I will give you the information to this place. You would love it uh, out there. We should all go. In this time, we're oh, not yeah. sleeping on the stage. Why not? For safety. Look, <laughs> they have a giant. So on this property, they have a giant stage. And uh, when I say a stage, I mean like a full-size stage. Like uh, bands, uh, the likes of like Diamond Rio and things like that nature, have they have performed out there. Um, it's oh, like wow. a giant amphitheater, really. And then, at, you know, just behind the amphitheater or whatever, um, after you get out of the, you know, the, the cut area and the bowl-shaped area is all of this forest. Um, oh, wow. There is UFO activity going on out there. There's Sasquatch activity going on out there. And there's the spook light phenomenon going on out there as well. It's all on a natural uh, um, crystal mine and so they mine crystal and things of that nature um and then have really really bizarre things going on every fucking night basically so yeah they will also be at the casey paracon this year presenting as well and they're great people great great people that's cool i can't wait to meet those guys oh my god yeah yeah some of those experiences you're mentioning right there it intrigues me because this is the same stuff we experienced in our location down in Tahlequah, Oklahoma, where we had similar, you know, things like things were toying with us. You know, you, like you said, it'd be right next to you. Yes. And then it's on the other side of us down this, you know, somewhat path in the middle of the forest. And then uh, you said you mentioned spook lights. Correct. Now, this is something we caught on camera down in this same location. Oh, wow. And see, and it was enough. Remember earlier, I told you, you asked us about some of the things we do as far as bait. Yeah. Um, we put the, on a previous trip, we put the actual uh, glow sticks up in the trees. Well, one of the last times we were down there, I look over to the left and I see what I think is glow sticks. And I know Jason and Brendan and a couple of guys were off further away, you know, from where I was standing. And I go, hey, I said, they must put the glow sticks up. I turn around and look away, and then I look back, and they're gone. I'm like, what? Oh. So I radioed I radio physically over to Jason. I said, hey, you just had those glow sticks up, right? And Jason's like, oh, no, I forgot to even grab them out of my bag. Yeah, they're still in my backpack. Wow. So I was seeing these phenomenon with my own eyes, these bright orange lights just free-floating in the, in the forest. Damn. Well, we've caught actual different ones in a different part. Because where, where we go to, it's down in, like I said, Tahlequah. It's where the trail of tears is. It's in. only 30 minutes from where Josh was in That's this Joplin spook light as well. That's wow. nuts. See, and we caught different color ones. We caught red and green ones. See, this when is I was fascinating. Filming, when I was filming, I'm filming in full spectrum, which, as you know, many of us know, it's a, it's a purple hue. Yeah. These ghost lights, they're showing up in red and green on their right, as can be. Like, you know, free floating around, following us, that we're all seeing with our own naked eyes, basically. Wow, now, when if you were there with us on location, it was kind of funny because I'm like, "Hey, there it is." I'm pointing, you know, one direction, and then the person next to me would be like, "Oh yeah, I see it. It's over here." They're pointing totally away from where I'm pointing, and then somebody behind us like, "Yeah, I see it," and they're pointing way behind us, but we're all like pointing. It reminded me of like a Scooby Doo episode where everybody's kind of you know doing their own thing, you know, and it's just like pointing each direction, but. Wow. Yeah, it's the similar things that you experience. Like. See, and that's that's f- interesting to me, man. Like we're we're experiencing the same type of thing here. Um, you know what what connects all of this together? You know what's the common denominator here? Um, or is the spook light the antecedent for Bigfoot activity as well? Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's mm-hmm. very interesting to uh, to entertain. That's for sure. Definitely, and you mentioned something too, also about UFO experience. I know part of it was fake, but uh, yeah, fucker. Yeah, this <laughs> this is one of the claims that the family we were investigating down there also mentioned. They would see these 
which they could have been referring to the spook lights possibly, but they would said they they referred to them as you know UFOs, and they would said that these things would come up on their property, pretty much almost to their front door in their front yard, and then whisk away, you know, back up into the sky. See, that's see that's freaking fascinating. So one night, and I'll just tell you the uh, the story of this place or whatever. Uh, the two owners were outside, uh, husband and wife. They're outside. They were with their uh, son who was visiting. I don't know if he was coming back from like college or what, but they were sitting on the stage just, you know, hanging out. You know, it's gorgeous out there anyway, uh, just, you know, to chill out. But they see something over above the trees and it's a giant. What they say is like a gigantic craft. It shoots down like four different beams of light, like very um, uh, intense beams of light. It does this whatever, but then it disappears it just kind of blinks out of existence you know it shoots off into nowhere um ever since then is when like when the the weird stuff really started to happen for them like they even had uh you know josh gates uh and his show was out there um they captured some very interesting things on camera ufo related uh they didn't say anything about sasquatch but it's it's so weird like the, the ground itself is so goddamn charged anyway that you really have to be careful, especially if you have camera equipment, because even setting your camera down on the ground will zap your battery out of existence. Wow. Like, it is that charged, man. Like, it is so cool out there. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say that I know Brandon, as far as Brandon, his life was changed by that experience you guys had down there in um oklahoma and he wrote his um his book about it and it yeah it completely changed his life did you guys have the same sort of experience with that whole episode yeah um that's what i was getting to mention say uh that book you're talking about the agony that remains that's the book that all of us came together and basically collaborated on from all of our personal experiences. And uh, it tells a whole story about the family and the ley lines down there and all this crazy activity from everything like we talked about, UFOs, the Sasquatch to paranormal to the shape-shifting things that, you know, probably were Native American possibly, maybe even skinwalkers, we're not sure yet. And just all kinds of weird things. Wow. Um, that after from speaking from my own personal experience, this is Leo talking. Um, it definitely left a its mark on me as a person. You know, ever since I had come back, life as we once knew it had changed. You know, we've all had different types of physical ailments from being down on that property. Like I'm not I'm not sure if I'm telling everybody's business, but uh, sure. Callahan has had multiple you know hip surgeries and yeah. health issues. Um, for me. I am, like, I've contact. I've came to, I have, I'm basically going blind in my eyes, basically. I've, I got keratoconus, which I, it, it's been in the news a lot lately because of Bill Cosby. <laughs> he has oh. a similar thing. He's going blind. So, but wow. it's because I went, I, think, I feel like it's been, we went to that property and uh, I know my buddy Jason here, uh, he's all of a sudden got diabetes. I'm not saying, I mean, some of this stuff could be coincidental, don't get me wrong. But it's just the fact that after we left that property, came back, yeah, our life kind of gone to shit. The health yeah. aspect changed in its own random way. I mean, it's just been bizarre. You know, having that thought though, like in the back of your mind or whatever, are you ever then hesitant to go back or to even pursue any of this any further, or do you just say, you know what, fuck it, I want to know, and I'm going to yeah. pursue this until I absolutely can't any longer? I, I say fuck. Fuck them. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm going to continue on. Yeah. Yeah. And we've gone back after the first time, you know, with the, the first couple of experiences. We've gone back multiple times since then, and we're trying to get a return trip down there again to continue. Good stuff. Goddamn. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty much the same as you guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm too goddamn stubborn to quit, so I'm just going to keep going, you know? Oh, 100%. Yeah, so the next time we go down there... You guys have to join us down there too. God, that'd be maybe awesome. Maybe take a trip down to Arkansas. <laughs> that would be freaking awesome. All Hell pretty dang yes. close, you know, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. I tell you, like it's, man, I was blown away. 
I was absolutely blown away. Like, number one, it's fucking gorgeous anyway, you know? Um, it's, I mean, here I am in Iowa. I got to look at cornfields, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so, like, I was just blown away by the landscape. I'm like, this is just beautiful anyway, you know? It was hotter than balls, but, I mean, it was it was a lot of fun, though. A lot of fun. Plus, we got a dig for... Uh, we got a dig for crystal, which is really cool. I got to bring home a whole shitload of crystals, so it was That's cool. Awesome. It was so, so some much of the fun. crystals that you brought back have they changed anything in your surroundings? You know what? It is uh, it is funny because they were telling me they're like, you know what? Like you set this up like in your office or in your living room or whatever, and you you might just feel calmer, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure as shit, man. Like I got one sitting just three feet away from me right now. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I used to sit here at my desk. Like this is where I do the majority of my work, my editing, all that stuff. And it's just like, I would get so pissed all the time. And I don't know if it's just me maturing or if the crystal has anything to do with that or at all, but uh, I'm definitely calmer. That's for sure. So that's exciting. It's really cool. That's kind of what got us interested in all of this. And you know, the whole metaphysical side of things. Yeah. While we're the event coming up next week. Um, it's the things like that, the crystal side, you know, the paranormal to just how everything, you know, life's little mysteries, how they all kind of intertwine at some point. And it's kind of like, you know, how do we, what, what do we make out of it? Sure. Basically. And so this, this, this is why we want to do events and get it out to the people to say, Hey, you know, you're not alone in this, any, any world, you know, any, any, any way, shape or form basically that we're here to help. And this is, you know, just a stepping stone. I think it's fantastic. Like, what you guys are doing, uh, and the same thing goes with, like, Koopsik. You know what I'm saying? Like, you guys are putting it out there. Um, you know, you're bringing the paranormal to the forefront, and you're giving people a, a, a place where they can come. Uh, there's camaraderie in that. Um, they can come, and they can talk about it with whoever. They can just come and just see what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they've just been kind of admiring from afar for the last decade or 20 years or something, because... You know, in the last 20 years or so, like the paranormal has been thrust into the mainstream, right? And it is something we can comfortably talk about now, whereas, you know, 30 years ago, we'd been fucking locked up probably. But, (laughs) but, you know, you guys are giving people a a voice. You're allowing people who once probably thought they were fucking caca duty shit crazy. You're, You're giving them an outlet now. And it's like, no, you're not crazy. This is legitimate. You are having these experiences and we just want to fucking help. That's it. So I commend all of you guys for that. I love trying to help. I love trying to help all the different locations out there, especially historical sites. Um, We've been doing a lot out in Dodge City with uh, the Depot Theater, um, and they just can't get enough of it because people just keep wanting to come back and join us for an investigation. And then Boot Hill actually heard about it, so they uh, asked if they could auction off some tickets for people to come join us at Boot Hill, which we had never done boot hill before we thought well that would be fucking amazing you know (laughs) so we finally got to uh do it we got to take all these guests it was about 20 people 20 guests per night that we did it and it was amazing and then just got an email today that said uh from boot hill saying that they want to do another auction because it's been the top of the town that's so so awesome tickets to for people to come out with road trip to investigate hill museum that's outstanding. Wow. I tell you what, I grew up, I had one of my first like real paranormal type experiences or whatever when I was very young and we were moving around all the time, um, like all over the place. And one place that we ended up, you know, landing or whatever was this little dink ass town in Kansas. Um, and it's called Long Island, Kansas. Um, one of the fucking craziest houses. Was it an island? No, fuck no. But, I mean, in this town of maybe, maybe 150 people. You know what I'm saying? But, like, this fucking house, like, it was so bizarre. Wait, how many people are in the town you live in now? About 1,200. Okay. That's bigger than I thought it was. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Um, But, no, it was interesting. Like, this house or whatever, you know, we had, like, there were graves in the backyard, for fuck's sake. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was super weird. Uh, but that's kind of where all this, my fascination with, you know, the paranormal started. Fucking Kansas, man. <laughs> right in the middle of the USA. I yep. hear you. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, we've had so many experiences. I mean, 
Well, I mean, if you think about it, the old the Wild West. I mean, we live in Wichita now. Yeah. And I, I I grew up in Dodge City myself, so it's like you know, it, if it doesn't get any crazier than that, as far as you know, the activity, just the, all the people that came across from you know east to west coast, the gold rush and whatnot, and all the death and yep. different things. I mean, the ground is just charged. You know, we got a lot of we got a lot of limestone around here that holds yeah, a lot sure. of energy. Speaking of crystals and stuff like that, you mentioned that you know the, the digging for crystals. Yeah. Around here, limestone and quartz and granite all that stuff's around here and it's just holding all this energy in and i think it's making the whole thing basically one big you know i don't know a, a, a smorgasbord of activity basically absolutely it's just well, fucking supercharged Kansas is um well known for aerospace engineering and i think that yes. that brings in some ufo uh, activity yeah yeah, uh, Jason's dad actually works for, used to, he retired from the military, but he worked at McConnell in Air Force Base down here in Wichita, and he says he has some stories that he could probably <laughs> tell us that probably shouldn't be because it's all classified. So. He's told me some that just kind of blew my mind. So Just sit him down and get him drunk one night. <laughs> Maybe record no, it a little. You don't even have to do that. You, just, you just ask him. He'll He's a talker, you. yeah. That's <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> That's good stuff. Damn. I freaking love it, though. I love it. Oh, my gosh. So now you guys also said, you know, that you, you do like residential cases. And now how often do does like a residential case come across your desk? Oh, my God. It happens more often, you know, especially by word of mouth. I think the yeah. biggest thing is for clients is first they find out what is that, you know, what am I experiencing? They, they try to write it off. And then as, you know, just something, whatever. But then when things start a little bit, you know, out of the norm, they start happening more often. Then they think, am I going crazy? <laughs> Who can I talk to about this? They usually maybe they're afraid to go to you know their friends or a church person to talk to them, and then just you know by word of mouth, all of a sudden they hear about a friend going on a you know ghost tour that we offer, or you know a public investigation we've done, or they've heard about we investigated this house, and you know like well how can I get in touch with them? It's always through word of mouth it seems like, or you know personal experience they happen to stumble across us, but um, we get quite a few cases. I mean there's. There was, uh, remember, do you remember the whole, uh, uh, what was the last year, the eclipse, the solar? The oh, yeah. Solar yeah. And it was supposed to be a big paranormal, you know, to do as far as, you know, all the activity is supposed to increase. Right. And I was kept, you know, I kept that in mind. Well, we ended up doing 10 cases over a span of two weeks because Jesus. people were just banging on the door saying, hey, I need this happen. This is happening right now and all this stuff. And, we usually try to do cases mostly on weekends, you know, because it's more, you know, we work full-time jobs throughout the day. So sure. we try to do them weekends. Well, we were having to do them Mondays, Wednesday nights, you know, thir- just wherever we could squeeze them in because everybody oh. just needed our, our the assistance. And it was just bizarre, but it, it was, I mean, I enjoyed it. A lot of hours put in, but, you know. I was going to say, that gets work. rough, though. <laughs> it does because, you know, when we go into a location, we do the full gamut of, you know, we run probably eight or nine DVR cameras, then we run up to, you know, three or four, maybe half a dozen handheld cameras, plus digital recorders, and then, you know, so if we're doing anywhere from a four-hour to a ten-hour investigation, you figure, you know, with yeah. ten times ten, hundred hours of video, and then hundred hours of audio, and so on, you know, and Jeez. it's it, it can be mind-numbing, it's not for everybody to do, but, you know, we love the helping, you know, clients and guests of our, you know, public investigations and whatnot, so that's why we do it, plus, it's it's fun to hear something you know or you know help somebody come to you know realization that you're not crazy, right? That we've caught this on camera or we caught this on digital recorder and there's the evidence to prove it. That's freaking awesome though. I just think it's yeah. awesome. Like you don't hear about that often. Like I'm I'm just being honest or whatever. You know, there's a shit ton of paranormal groups out there, um, and not a lot of them are are doing residential cases anymore. It used to be fuck. That's all we did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's I just, that's what it was all about. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is all about. I mean, at least that's what it used to be all about. I don't know. Um, now it seems like everybody just wants to be on TV or some shit. I don't know. I mean, it'd be nice to make a paycheck off this, but you know, realistically, we know that's you know very slim. So, but we do it for the passion. We love the paranormal. We love the Bigfooting. We love the UFOs. We love everything and that we speak of. And then, I mean, if we get to live it day in and day out, it's, it's just amazing. Fuck yeah, that's good stuff. What's the craziest thing that has happened to you that's while in your paranormal adventures that is not paranormal related? 
<laughs> I got one. <laughs> Yours is more more exciting. <laughs> uh, and it's on camera, mind you. Uh, I fell almost twenty feet through uh, in, in a business. Oh shit! Oh shit! What the odd thing was is it was the owner in front of me, and I was right behind, and then our camera guy was right behind me. And I turned to him and say, "Make sure you stay on the plywood." We're walking kind of in an attic area of a business. I said, "Stay on the plywood." I take one more step, and then I go through the ceiling practically. Damn it. And Damn I'm it. I'm like, oh, shit, am I going to die, number one? Number two is how much is it going to cost me to get this request? <laughs> it's a business. You know, it's not a home. And I'm like, oh, crap. Oh, <laughs> yeah, shit. My first thought was, are you okay? Second <laughs> was, I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> watching the video, and he's, like, saying to the, to the teenager behind him, you know, watch your step, you know, and then all of a sudden, there's no more Leo. Leo's gone. He's just gone. <laughs> Yeah, and we, one of the days we're going to put out a blooper reel and, yes. you know, broadcast this to everybody. But in the moment, I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, not very funny. Holy shit, this hurts like a motherfucker. Dude, that's <laughs> crazy. Oh, my God. That would, yeah. oh, that would scare you? me to death. What about Jason to my left here? I know one of you. If you don't want to broadcast, I'll tell you. There's a couple of them. He's, he's had his own fair share of. Oh, yeah. I'll let you tell. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, from, you know. Did it deal with the cow? No. That, no, was that, all was of, a, that was all of us. You no, know, I'm talking about the time that we were out filming down in Tahlequah. And uh, if you know, if you when you when you'll see him when you go to Wilson, Jason, uh, <laughs> Jason K. We'll say um, our team founder is six foot, about six four, <laughs> I think. And our Brendan Brannon, who does Bigfoot in Kansas, is about six six. Wow. And then my friend Jason here's a little shorter, but <laughs> we won't go there yet. But uh, they're filming. We're filming with a drone. And oh, uh, yeah. okay. them guys didn't know that they, it was going on in that given moment. <laughs> and the thing is, this place had a lot of, you know, yellow jackets and wasps and different things down there. Well, they hear this thing coming around the corner and can't figure out what the hell it is. So these three guys are barreling through the woods trying to get away from this, what they think is a, a swarm a of swarm. bees. <laughs> All on camera, mind you. And uh, we were up we were up close to the side of the house that's kind of really torn down and <laughs> We're looking around, and all of a sudden we hear this buzzing sound, and we're like, "Oh, oh shit!" You know, and we did see one. Yeah. And then it just keeps getting louder and louder. We're like, "Oh God, we're gonna get attacked!" But we, <laughs> you know, tripping over each other trying to get away from the house and run. And those killer fun. bees are no joke. No <laughs> shit, man. Like. Then we look. We run out into the field. We're running, and then we stop and we look up. And we're like, what "The hell's that?" It's just the drone just hovering there watching us. <laughs> Everybody wave. That's great. <laughs> that is great. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Thinking you kicked yeah. up a nest. Oh, always, you know, every day, you know, bumps in the dark, you know, you're, you're walking around in pitch black and you're tripping over chairs or, you know, whatever that you can't see or, you know, banging a shin every now and then. So, <laughs> so, I mean, that happens more often than it should. <laughs> Dude, I feel you there, man. <laughs> Trust me. If it's there, I'm going to fucking trip over it. I promise. <laughs> nice. You did your own sense. That's, yeah, yeah. I do. Trust me. Oh, my God. Now, if uh, like, where can people uh, find you guys on like social media and all that fun stuff? Well, that's just it. We're everywhere. Every, yeah. every known social media to man, known to man. We are, of course, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on uh, with the previous people that ran the group, they even put us on Pinterest at one point. I'm Whoa. like, okay, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> not maintaining that site, but okay. <laughs> no. But for real, as we are, you know, we're like we're on YouTube. We have our own YouTube channels for Sweet. the groups. You know, we're pretty much everywhere. You know, you're pinning stuff on the side. There. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your paranormal recipes and things like that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fucking great. Oh my god! Road, you know? <laughs> well, guys, we uh, we appreciate you like taking the time and hanging out with us tonight, especially like on the three hundredth episode. You know, this is fucking great. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, well, thanks for having us. We appreciate you, and like I said, definitely want to return. You know, favorite. You guys come back on our podcast too, which oh yeah, once again, the Cryptic Heartland podcast, and we do that every night, every Sunday night, excuse me, live on the airwaves, uh, seven to nine Central Standard Time, on live on Facebook, live on YouTube. Dude, that's fucking great. I'd love to do it. I'd love it. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking A. Can't wait to have you. Hell yeah. Well, thank you guys very much. 
Yeah, thank you for having us again. Absolutely. Once again, congratulations on 300, man. That's awesome. Oh, thank you guys so much. Yeah, and so not only will I be meeting you next weekend at your event, you guys are going to finally make it out to the KC Paracon in Thank August, you. and you're presenting at it as uh, as well. I can't wait. Dude, Looking forward to it. We've been trying to get out there the last three or four years, and we always have our own event that same weekend. It never fails. And it, coincidentally enough, it's always in Wilson. We always do something <laughs> down there about that same time. Yeah. So <laughs> That's yeah, this stuff. year is is turning out massive yes for, for me so it's um getting crazy really as it should <laughs> it's gonna uh, yeah so it's gonna be gonna be a great time and um yeah like like i said i uh, can't wait to meet you guys next weekend and we're gonna have a lot of fun um brandon and i are riding out together and we're we're ready we're ready for it Excellent. Can't wait to meet you guys. <laughs> all right. All right, we don't know Callahan. We can't wait to meet you, I guess. Let's put it that yeah. way. <laughs> right on. Oh, good stuff. Well, all yeah, right, thanks, guys. guys. And um, I guess we'll just close out the show here. Everybody, go check them out. Go check out our network, the Pod Bros. Go to podbros.com and give us a phone call at 913-730-7255 or text us. You can send photos to it. Uh, send whatever you want. And uh, <laughs> it may end up online. So if, if you're fine with that, you can send it to me. <laughs> so good. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So that was good stuff, bro. Um, good. That was a freaking solid, solid interview, I would say. Yeah, I thought so. I thought it was great. Um, So, yeah, just a couple little things or whatever. So... <clears throat> But besides, like, the sickness and all this fucking crap that's been, like, knocking us in the balls uh, lately, yeah. you know, we've been, like, sporadic with the shows. But uh, I think now it's going to be a little different. I think now we are going to uh, actually be able to to stick with it, so to speak, you know, and uh, yeah. do all this. But, like, so I'm just going to say it, okay? Like, I was, I was over the last two and a half months... Um, so I, I I put in for this uh, audition thing, uh, for a for the A and E thing for an A and E thing, right? Yeah. So and I don't I've never mentioned it on the show because I didn't want to I didn't want to bring it up. Uh, but A and E had a show or whatever they're you know doing a show, and so yeah, I was, was with Morgan Freeman's thing. Right. So Morgan Freeman's. Um, production, production company. Did I did I mention this on the show or was it just you and me? No, you talked to me about it. Okay, so I officially. I, I was officially offered, I was officially cast onto the show. Yeah. And then I think it was an hour and a half or two hours later, I got another phone call and it said A&E then scrapped the whole fucking thing. God damn, that sucks. <laughs> Dude, you talk about such a kick in the ball. So the production company reaches out, they get in, they get in contact with me, right? And they're like, dude, we love you. We want you on the show, blah, 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 blah. I am ecstatic. Okay. I am and it's only like it's only going to be a 2 week shoot so I'm like this is perfect I am you know I've got 3 kids and a wife like I don't want to leave her high and dry Yeah um and so I was like this is fucking perfect it's only 2 weeks I can get somebody to just come here and and you know take care of the kids or whatever and help out around the house or whatever for 2 weeks it's not a problem um but wait what show is <clears throat> a 2 week shoot was it one location So yeah, so it was only going to be one location for two solid weeks, five investigators, one of the most haunted locations in the United States, but they uh, can't tell you yeah. until they drop you off. It's mm-hmm. so they just drop you off for two solid weeks and just cameras roll. That's it, you know? Um, sounded like a really cool premise for a show. It was very reminiscent of that show Stranded, which I believe was back in like 2012, which was... Uh, mm-hmm. Josh Gates, uh, I think, was exec producer on that. Um, but anyway, cool concept for a show. I was stoked. The production company was stoked, um, which is awesome. And, yeah, then the production company reached back out, and they said, A&E just totally fucked us. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. They may be pitching it to other networks. I'm not holding my breath. You know what I'm saying? Um, but Jesus Christ, like you talk about a fucking roller coaster of a day. 
<laughs> like, like, oh my god, I got a pack. Oh my god, this is great. <laughs> like, you know, when were they going to do that, like, dude? I was supposed was... to. I was supposed to fly out this past Sunday. Oh, so you would have been there now. I would have been there now, filming. Yes. If yeah, I, you would have got a phone call, and I'd be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, about the next couple weeks, sorry, but yeah, I mean, talk about a kick in the dick. But anyway, like it's just a fucking weird. It's just a different world, man. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things that I'm not used to, just because it's like, yeah, we we do the documentary films and all that fun stuff, but I'm my own boss. You know, when it comes to shit yeah. like that. Oh. Excuse me, my wife. My wife is. Did <laughs> yeah. you hear her say that? Did you hear her over no, the mic? I didn't, but I could. Oh. I could yeah, I could so, her yeah. That. She was right at the bottom of the step. She goes, "I." Uh. <laughs> That's great. But I, I answered to no one. I gotta say that quiet. I answered to no. <laughs> I answered. I don't answer to anybody. Anyway. So what are we gonna do then? What do you mean? So no, like so. You and I have uh, kicked around a few different things. Um, a few yes. different ideas. Actually, you presented a frock load of, of ideas for different pair of shows and things like that. And I think um, I think they're going to fly. You know what I'm saying? At least one, if not two of them, should definitely go into production. That's what I think. Um, I like the... I like you. Civil, I like the ancient civilization one. Yeah. Personally. I, I like think that it's a lot. Hot. That's Explorer Indiana Jones-esque. Exactly. With paranormal thrown in there. Yeah, and I would get to wear a cool hat. (laughs) But I tell you what, I was so pissed off and all this stuff. Like, I was just pissed. So I ended up like, um, I sold one of my old cameras that I had, and I sold some of the the lenses and stuff like that that go along with it. And I bought a new camera, and it's a fucking nice camera. (laughs) Yeah, we were actually looking at those cameras because there's um, my friend Larry... Him and another guy are, they're wanting to shoot a documentary series and yeah. they want me to be a part of it, at least in the filming part of it later this year. And they they have a, a sponsor that's going to buy them a camera. He's part of the filming or whatever, sure. but they were looking at what to buy and I Dude. mentioned the type of camera you bought. Black magic, baby. They were, they were looking at it, but I don't know if they're willing to spend that much. Black magic. I'm telling you, it's... Uh... Pretty versatile piece of equipment. That is for damn sure. So, and yeah, I mean, if they wanted to, uh, I mean, I know a fellow they could rent mine if they wanted. You know, <laughs> I'm cheap, <laughs> so that'd be cool. We, we may be coming up north a little bit for this. It's it's just um, what it's it's covering some local, not local, but regional, um, urban legends. Oh, fun, dude. Um, so dude, we're yeah. going to go out and, and just, well, me, I'm going to go out and mess around with them and investigate some urban legends. It's perfect. Like history of them and stuff. So, Fuck, that's But perfect. that won't take up a ton of my time. <clears throat> so anything you want to work on, I can work on, too. Well, course. I tell you, and it, it's interesting, too, like talking about all this paranormal stuff, because um, I almost became a ghost today. Oh, um, yeah? I'm not lying. <laughs> like, I thought I was fucking dying. Um, so, you know, I've been going to the gym, right? So yeah. mm-hmm. go to the gym. I'm doing my fucking thing. And I, I switched you were going to be a famous TV paranormal celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that had to be it. Right. <laughs> but I'm, I'm at the gym doing my thing and it, I, I had switched it up a little bit today. Uh, and I took what's called like a thermogenic, like a thermal pill. Oh, okay. Heats you up. Fuck burns me. the fat. Yeah, it just heats you up. Yeah, the blood's <laughs> flowing like a motherfucker. But anyway, so I I always start my time at the gym on on the bike. Okay, so I get on the bike and I just pedal my balls off, and I want to you know bring some heat to the body and then go hit the weights. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting all nice and sweaty, and I'm only about ten minutes into the ride or whatever, and I start to notice my arms are feeling very odd and tingly and i look at my arms and they're weird and red and splotchy and my hands specifically are like bright red i'm like what the fuck's going on then i notice my legs are feeling the same way and like moving my arms around it felt like i had a sunburn you know like your uh, skin's tight mm-hmm. um so i 
I'm like, something's fucked up because then I started to feel it on my neck and on my forehead and on my cheeks, on my face, you know, and I'm like, what the fuck? So I hop off the bike and I go into the restroom and I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh my God, like I'm a fucking lobster. (laughs) Okay. So I'm like, huh. Now I go and I'm like, okay, that's, that's probably enough of the bike. And I'm like, my heart is absolutely racing. And I mean a thousand miles an hour. And I'm like, I grab my phone and I, I like, I'm just going to go over here. I'm going to grab this mat and I'm just going to do floor exercises. So I'm going to do, you know, sit-ups, I'm going to do plank and I'm going to do like uh, what's called like the windshield wipers with your legs. You know what I'm saying? Like just really working your abs. Yeah. It's so sexy. But I, uh, I have my phone sitting right next to me because I'm like, here's the deal. Like, if you're going to collapse or whatever, you might as well already be on the ground if you're going to collapse. You know what I'm saying? But I had, I literally had, like, uh, 911 ready to roll, like, on my phone. Like, I thought I was checking the fuck out. It was scary. For an hour and a half of my life this morning, I was terrified. I thought I was going to be taking those again. No, actually, uh, the second I got home, they went right in the trash. Right in the trash, bro. I was fucking terrified. So what? Where did you get them from? Are they just like a supplement you go buy? Yeah, it's called uh, it's called Dexafen. Oh, yeah. Don't ever do it. Just don't do it. Um, not fucking worth it. <laughs> not fucking worth it. Um, I have found like if you uh, you just spend like five extra minutes going really hard on the bike or something like that, and you'll you'll get the heat to the body that you're that you're looking for you know what i'm saying you don't need a fucking yeah. magic pill or anything like that fuck <laughs> that i uh i was a little nervous my friend i thought about texting you and being like hey buddy it's been a been a good run <laughs> oh my lord so yeah this guy keeps calling me on messenger who is it oh this this guy i used to know Somebody that I used to know. No, he originally reached out to me because he was interested in the paranormal, but nice. then we just drank a lot, <laughs> and uh, he got a DUI, and I hadn't seen him in a couple of years, and he popped up in my messenger the other day, <laughs> and he's just <laughs> calling me. So you got a DUI, and I haven't I'll seen him in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. All right, peeps. Well, 913-730-7255. Give us a call. Shoot us a text, whatever. Um, as Jason mentioned earlier, cruise over to Pod Bros. Give them some love. Check out some of the other kick-ass shows that they have on the network as well. And tell them that we sent you. Give them some love. Anything else, my friend? Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. We've been recording. We recorded all that. We have been recording now. this entire time. I thought we were just chatting. <laughs> no, we're still <laughs> recording. <laughs> oh, oh my fucking god, that's great. It's you gotta totally cut great. that. We'll t- we'll talk afterwards. I'm not cutting anything. <laughs> <laughs> all right, peeps. Well, we will talk to you all very soon. Peace out.